Hey guys, and welcome to episode four of the Luke Simons podcast. In today's episode, I have David Gorton. So pretty much me and David go way back a few years, actually. Um, We first got started creating a video together. And then along the lines, David has specialized in advertising and Facebook advertising. And I've got him on today because I want to talk all things paid advertising for fitness professionals and people who are currently advertising for their business on Facebook. So um, I'm going to give it over to David to kind of give a brief introduction about himself and his story into how he got to where he is now. So David, um, tell us your story, mate. Thanks, Luke. Um, yeah, I mean, touching back on when we first met, it was, um, yeah, first started with a, um, a very small video and, and it sort of blossomed into something where we sort of checking almost weekly now um, to sort of bounce ideas off each other. Um, just on my background, I was a tradesman, um, I had a painting business and I just wanted a bit more flexibility with my life um, to be able to travel and whatnot and, and still make some money online and seeing the, the prospecting of this and sort of just went in heads first. Um, I, I listened to podcasts like this and I slowly just reached out to every single person I could um, and went from spending, you know, a thousand dollars a month to now I handle close to $5 million a month in ad spend and it grows every week, grows every month. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a platform that keeps me sharp. Um, that's, that's the thing I like about this industry is um, it always keeps you on your toes. Everything changes and it's um, yeah, I think that's the, the true you know, the true thing to life is to constantly grow. Um, and that, that's what I like about this. So that's me in a nutshell. Um, yeah. I love it how, um, yeah, you said, you know, cause you, you, you're qualified and you have a lot of kind of qualifications in um, your industry in terms of just like marketing, but I love it how you spin it in terms of like, you're now managing over $5 million worth of spend um, per month. And that's the way that you kind of qualify yourself because you have that much kind of resources that you're managing in a sense. Whereas like, obviously anyone can do Facebook advertising, but it's like, you got to learn, you got to test and you got to try and you got to find the data to then be qualified in a sense, rather than just getting a certificate. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like anything really, Um, you know, practice does make perfect, but you know, it does sort of need to be put into a strategy or you do need to sort of get your hands dirty. You, you can read all the cookbooks, but if you don't never been in the kitchen, you're not that good of a cook. <laughs> I love that. So let's get first in, uh, let's get to um, the first kind of topic. And I want to talk about mistakes that people are making currently um, when they're trying to face, um, do advertising for their own business. Now, a lot of people who listen to this will be from the fitness industry. So there's a lot of people who aren't currently advertising on Facebook, but there are a large, there are some people out there who are currently doing it in a sense, and they're experimenting, they're trying to see if it works, if it doesn't work, or they're hiring other one, someone else to do it. But for the people who are currently kind of dabbling into it, um, what are the common mistakes you, you find someone first starting out in Facebook advertising? I mean, the first the first one is they always boost. They, they, they see that, that boost button and they just think, oh, you know, it, you can reach X amount of people for, you know, $5 in your local area or whatnot. I mean, that's, that's the first thing I see is a big issue. Um, like it's, it's, it can be used in a strategy very well, but the issue that comes with that is you don't, the data that you get back, you can't actually use it in your ad account, which is like the business manager, which is where people like myself live. Um, and so you, you sort of, going out to the street and screaming, here's my business. But if there's no one around, no one's going to hear you and, and you don't get any data back and you can't see what worked and what didn't work. So I think the first point thing is most people, yeah, they see that boost button. It's an easy way to get into the market and 
to run an ad, um, but it's not necessarily the best to do uh, first thing because it's, it's, it's halting any sort of money that you've spent to getting that data back. I mean, we spend money to get what? We get data back. And then we use that to optimize, to find you know, our, our goal, whether that's leads or sales or what that might be. Yeah, I love so, yeah. it. So can you go into why data is so important for marketing? Yeah, um, I mean, every single time we, we spend a dollar online, um, we want to make sure that we can see, is the ad doing well to the audience? Is it, you know, if we're running an ad that's for females that are 18 to 35, you know, you should really be talking differently to someone who's 18 to 22 or 24 to 25 to 30 because they're in different age brackets. And if we just spend $1 on there, we need to see, okay, well, my 24-year-old women relate to this and my 35-year-old women relate to this. And the, what actually does is when we spend money online, we get data back to determine, is this a good click-through rate? Do they like this video? Do they like this image? Is this copy working? Is the landing page I sent them to converting for me? So that's, that's why we need to spend money to figure out what works and we double down on what works. And that's where we make our money on, on doubling down and getting the data. Love that. And in terms of like a rough process, like what's the average time that you spend with your clients to find out, okay, we're, we're getting close to a, a, a target audience. Like how long does that normally take for yourself? To be honest, it probably takes around about at least seven days and probably around about three to $500 worth of spend because you really need to sort of, you know, if you had a bowl of spaghetti, chuck it, we'll see what sticks. And then, you know, you sort of go from there. And, you know, that, that's the issue is like if, if for me, I'm a more data-driven and metric-driven. So I look at it as a cost per click sort of style. Like if we get 100 clicks in and it's, you know, $2 a click, well, that's $200 we need to spend just to get some data, just to sort of see what's happening. Um, so that, that's, yeah, first port of call would be seven days. Let it run. Give it as many rays as you can. Sort of keep it nice and broad, but also like a little bit reined in in regards to you're not going to go 18 to 65. Um, but you might be like, okay, well, you know, I target females um, that are 18 to 30. Great. 18 to 30, 500 bucks, your local area, let it run for seven days, as many sort of variations if you wanted to. Um, other than that, just have a look at what comes back. What are the click-through rates on these certain ads that I've been running? What, you know, what is the most engaged audience? What is the most engaged, you know, demographic? Is it, you know, is it women that are 18 to 22? Is it, are they on a mobile device? Are they on you know, Instagram stories, test everything because we need to figure out what's going to work. So seven days, four to $500 is my recommendation. I love that. And, you know, going back a few years now from when I was studying it um, with the marketing, social media marketing, and then when we covered off in, and, you know, I don't, I went through um, university online and, you know, doing the Facebook advertising through that was just so just not there. It was just gutless in a sense, like the module they had, it just, they pretty much told you what the, the names were, like, what is the CPL, what's the CPA, like all that sort of stuff. And they didn't really teach you much at all. Um, and then when I kind of learned more about marketing when I, one of my first mistakes when I started doing Facebook advertising was I was like, okay, cool. I know that it, my audience is 21 to 26 year old men. They're interested in digit. And I like kind of crystallized it. And I was like, they're on this road and that road. And I went so like targeted right from the start. 
and I didn't have any variables. I didn't have anything to kind of work off of nothing too broad. So then when I spent money on it, nothing really happened because my targeting was off. I thought I knew where the person was, but it, that wasn't the case. And I was kind of going to the marketplace and saying, Hey, you guys over here, you guys need this when realistically they didn't need it at all. That, that my audience was somewhere else. So going too tight at the start, um, that was one of my mistakes. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 So in terms of like, um, so you say that you start off broad, what type of like kind of key metrics or, oh, let's talk about audiences first, but like, what are the audiences that you want to kind of have at the start? Like, do you have a th like three audiences that you're like, okay, cool. We need cold, warm and hot. Or what are your kind of audiences you want to start off with? Yeah, I think that's actually a, a big thing. Um, I think a lot of people try to, um, especially if the spend's really low, like anything minus, you know, a thousand dollars a month, I wouldn't even bother, you know, worrying about too much of an actual funnel itself and more of uh, like a top, top of funnel, which is always going to be your core audiences, which are your like wide audiences, your interests and your behaviors of what your client looks like. Um, if you do have any data from them, maybe an email list or you, you've already, you know, run some ads, then create a lookalike based off of the audiences that have engaged with your Facebook page or your website or your Instagram or your videos so that's, that's your, your top of funnel needs to be sitting there and you need to make sure that, you know, a big thing that people do is they just sort of, you know, they might do, you know, um, Gymshark, um, you know, Do You Even and Supplement Mart and it'll be women that are 18 to 25. Um, and then they just sort of leave it there and they're like, okay, well, what, what, what next? Well, what next should happen is your bottom of funnel should be picking up people who have taken the action that your first funnel step was. And, and then in the bottom of funnel to the middle of funnel, if, it's, if your budget's not big enough, bind them together because you want to give Facebook the growing room. You need to give it as much room to grow as possible and get that data so it can find what you want it to do. Um, and what actually happens from there is making sure that you exclude the bottom and middle of funnel out of there. So if they've made a commitment, if they've been in contact with you or they're a customer now, you need to make sure that you are segmenting that and excluding them from the top of funnel. So you're not showing someone who's already your customer you're right again because we're wasting money there. Man, so I see that all the time. Like, I don't know about you, but like I've bought multiple products all the time. Like I'm talking $2,000 products and um, I'm still getting sent messages for it. Like, hey, do you want to buy this thing? And like, I'm like, dude, I've already bought it. <laughs> what they should be doing on that sort of stuff is more of a loyalty thing. Um, and, you know, I, this is on bigger accounts, but I always allow like five to 10% loyalty, which is all my past customers. And I just send them one, either a thank you video or just some informational stuff just to keep my, you know, ad account healthy. Um, and what that does is you'll find that there's sort of like a few different people online, especially on Facebook, is we have people that watch videos, we have people that engage, and we have people that just scroll endlessly. Um, and by showing someone who's already a past customer, you know, a video that could also be at the top of funnel, doesn't exactly call out, you know, um, you know do this, do that, et cetera. But they will normally comment on the actual ad. Like, oh, I tried this, it was great, loved it. And that's perfect social proof for the people that are at the top of funnel. So it's making sure that, you know, you're, you're, you're showing your loyalty to your past customers because they will help driving new customers at the top. Um, but yeah, definitely like segmenting that properly is a big thing. People don't exclude the past purchases. And, and if they don't, they sort of show the same thing that you just mentioned, like the same sale. You've already, you've already paid for it. Why, why am I seeing this? I should see something of value to me. I love that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I want to talk about 
Facebook policy in a sense now, like every day, you know, we, we catch up every week. I um, mean, me and yourself, and we're always talking about, you know, what's working, what's not, what got through, what didn't get through. And if anyone's out there running ads right now, you will probably have come to the road where, you know, something's got taken down because you don't, it doesn't meet Facebook policy. It was an image or it was the copy or it was the landing page. Um, what are you kind of seeing now? Because obviously fitness professionals, like everyone knows you can't just promote like a before and after photo because it's classed as like porn. Um, but like, what are you kind of seeing now in terms of which directions are the policies going in and what can we do to kind of help us kind of promote better adverts in a sense? Yeah, um, I think a big thing that needs to be addressed is a lot of people, um, although, you know, they are results, they're correct, but what actually happens is you're implying that you can get those same results for that, that person that you're showing the ad to, which could be or could not be correct. Um, so then you're making a false accusation, which is what, you know, is all against Facebook's terms. Um, and, you know, having a guy with his with his chest or his, or his back or his legs or his six-pack out or, or a woman in a bikini, like it's very, very controversial um, and sexually explicit content isn't, isn't allowed. Um, although it's not portraying nudity, it's sort of portraying a lifestyle of what someone should look like. Um, you know, that, that, that we all should look healthy, but for someone that is on the platform that may not be, you know, uh, may have, you know, a body issue um, or may have some sort of, you know, um, you know, mental issue that they're never going to acquire this. Um, that's, that's the big thing. And that's why a lot of people get banned or they get, you know, rejected ads is because normally it's too much skin it's normally, um, you know, John was 72 kilos and now he's, you know, 105 in 12 weeks, you know, get my bulk mass plan. Like you can't do that because it's your, you're telling someone that being 72 kilos isn't healthy and they should be 102. So that's, that's our first issue is, is too much skin and, and false, false claims, although they're, they're probably not false, but you know, they, Facebook doesn't care. You know, they've got 7 million advertisers that if they lose one, it doesn't matter, okay? Um, and the other the other point is, I see it actually going to a place now where it's going to be, you're going to have to be very creative, um, especially with landing pages and emails. And I would be doing a lot of my before and afters in mediums that Facebook doesn't control, whether that is SMS, whether that is email, um, whether that is um, getting them to sign up to a YouTube channel, um, something of that nature. Like there's more than one way to skin a cat. And that's the way we should think about this is although Facebook will show and they'll review every landing page, it's how smart the algorithm is now. It, it will look at that landing page. It looks for trigger words. It looks for too much skin on, a, on an image. Um, and then, you know, it will say that, you know, this is against policy. And a lot of people come up against that. It's a big issue. So making sure that you can control mediums outside of this and using that to your effect is, is where it's going to go. It's, it's being smarter with the information you already have. And, and we can't just rely on Facebook to make us money. Yeah, I love that. And it's, um, yeah, so you got to be smarter with how you kind of word things. You know, I was, I was shocked when, you know, um, you know, one of my clients in a sense, you know, we were, we were stating um, scientific facts <laughs> and like, I was like, man, this is fine. It's all good. But apparently it was not all right. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like I was just gobsmacked with like, it was a study, like a scientific study and we were just showing results from a study and it just, um, they got like, you know, it didn't meet uh, policy, which was crazy. I was, I was, I was actually gobsmacked with that. And you were telling me, nope, <laughs> um, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> 
It, it, yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't. I mean, and that's the hard thing is, I mean, what determines a correct study, really? You know? Yeah, yeah. I get that in a sense. I do um, a study of four people in the room and say, everyone stand up if you've got hair. And then I say, well, guess what? I make people have hair on their head by telling them to stand up. <laughs> because the four people in the room had, had hair on their head when they stood up. You know, it's, yeah. If Facebook can't test it, they're not going to worry about it. Love that. And, you know, if you listen to this and you do have ads that are running and they get kind of um, banned or disabled, like make sure you get rid of them ASAP because you don't want your business manager or ad account locked out. Um, and it happened to a lot of people going through the elections. And I'm sure, um, did you have much effect from the elections um, in the US? Um, yeah, we did actually. So there was a, quite a lot of, um, everything just got more expensive really. Um, and we just had to diversify through markets um, outside of there. So we jumped into like Canada and Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, um, a bit in Europe, a bit in Germany. Um, so yeah, I mean, Trump and Biden, they put in 200 million in the last month of their campaign and, and $400 million on Facebook. Like you cannot compete in the States with that stuff. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like when we were talking about, cause we had black, um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that sort of stuff. And we spoke a, a while ago and um, you were telling us a strategy in terms of, you know, we should be focusing on um, creating content and pushing the engagement sort of stuff towards like how to create, like for a fitness professional, how to kind of go out to events and still be healthy and all that sort of stuff. Now that the weekend, you know, the sale weekend's gone, what type of strategy do you see like fitness professionals taking moving forward and would um, lead generation adverts be beneficial over the last, you know, for this last month of the year, you reckon? Yeah. So I think this is actually the, if you were to ask me this 12 months ago, I would have said, halve all your ad spend until middle of December um, because a lot of people aren't in the focus of getting into a 12-week plan or, you know, it just seems to be like B2C with anything that is more of a uh, like real estate or, yeah, fitness or anything that's sort of self-development, people do one of two things. They either jump on it straight away or, you know, a, a large percentage of them will jump on it end of December, start of January. You know, it's always a thing, new year, new me, all that sort of stuff. But this year, we sort of had this COVID thing that was sitting there where people have sort of sat on the couch and watched Netflix for too long and they sort of want to now realize oh I should probably you know realize like what I actually want to do in my life because you know we didn't really know what was happening in the middle of COVID it could have been you know a mass wipeout of of the earth and it, it changes people a lot so I think what they should be doing right now is going hard in the area of information to make sure that they can get people into a state where they can go to a work party and they can enjoy food. They can enjoy life. Just be a little bit smarter. Like show them the difference between having a beer versus having a gin and tonic, or instead of having, you know, a spaghetti bowl, have some salmon and salad, something, you know, so they can still go out and enjoy themselves, but just be a little bit smarter about how they eat. Or if you can educate them, the rule of reciprocity comes back and they will come back nine times out of 10 and, and use you in the new year. So the next 30 days for most fitness people should be all content. It should be very heavy in engagement. Don't worry about trying to get those conversions. You could, um, at the bottom of funnel, um, as we spoke about earlier, um, have a very small, maybe maybe 5 to $10 a day just on people that have engaged on your site or engaged with certain videos and, and hit them up. Use your money wisely here and make sure that the top of funnel was heavy with engagement with heavy with reach and heavy with information 
and that bottom of funnel, if they fall into it, great. They're more likely to be a higher qualified lead and you'll get those results that you want. And you're not having to compete with the guys because, you know, we're still in sales season. And we st although we've just come off the back of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we've still got Christmas sales going on left, right and centre. Love that. Um, do you have any tips for people who aren't currently running ads right now? And what are the people, if people are spending a little bit of money, but they're not spending more than $1,000, do you have any tips for them as well? Yeah, go into groups. If you don't have any money or you have a limited budget and you want to, you know, you're, you're passionate about your niche, go into groups that are related to those niches that you can help people. Answer every question every day, go in there and get, you know, spend an hour in there and try and answer 10 questions that you think you can help someone with. And if you just do that every day, every day, every day, people are going to start hitting you up outside of that group saying, hey, man, I've seen that post. Um, I'd like more information. That's free. It costs you an hour of your time. You know, if you don't have the, the hour, if you don't have money to spend on, on ads, look at it in an aspect of it's free online. Hit people up on Instagram. Hit people up in groups because groups are so powerful and they're going to just continue to grow more and more and more because if you join a group it's an you like you've taken an action i want to be in this group for a reason it's not i'm getting shown an ad whether it's relevant or not do you know what i mean yeah 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 love that so, um content and and groups drop drop videos drop informational posts even if you think seem to think like oh if i give this away you know it's too much give everything away because the more you give away, the more people know that you know what you know. Yeah, yeah. What about, um, I want to kind of, I want to address the elephant in the room in a sense, because, you know, you would get hit up all the time, but people who don't really know advertising, you're not really spending any money on advertising. They're always like, how much is, how much should I spend? How much should I spend? And I'm just like, oh my God, like, can you kind of just run us through like what, what numbers you should be thinking about when you first get started? Yeah, ideally, um, as a, I mean, if you're just a local um, 60K to 100K radius to your local city, $10 a day is going to be fine. I would put $7 into like prospecting and then $2 to $3 into retargeting. And that would be your whole bottom and middle of funnel. So $10 a day, really, and that's like 300 and 300 something dollars a month. And that's not like, I know that can be a lot of money to some people, but we have to buy data. And, we, and without buying data, we can't optimize, we can't have a look and analyze, and we can't refresh to what has worked. So yeah, my, my thing is it, it, must, it should always be less than $10 a day. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, sweet, man. So this is just gonna be a short one, but we're gonna wrap it up there. If people wanna find out more about you or you know, um, more about you or your services, but also just if they want to ask questions, where can they find you? Um, just sorry, just before we close, I just wanted to touch on one thing, um, especially for the ads and posts. So when you when people do put an ad or a post up, ask a question under the ad or the post straight away and answer every single engagement that someone puts. If someone puts a post, like a, 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 um, a reply or they comment on your post, get in there straight away and reply or even ask an engaging question to create a thread because that helps push your ad up the feed in the auction so that more people get seen. So it's that this, if people haven't got enough, you know, time or money when it comes to that, hire someone to do that or just spend that hour in the morning and, and ask questions 
um, on every, try not to just be like, thanks very much on the comment. Thanks very much. Um, you know, what, what was the best thing you found about this post? Or it could be something like, what's your favorite protein flour? flavor? Great. And then just that creates a whole chain and be like, oh, I haven't never tried that one. Great. Do you know where I could get it? And it just goes back and forth, back and forth. And before you know it, you've got a post that's got, you know, 40, 50 comments on it. You can use that straight for an ad because it's got all that social proof. And when people see it at the top of the funnel, they're seeing all these images, they're seeing all these like, you know, views, comments, likes, shares. It just helps build. And that's where you actually get cheaper CPMs and cheaper cost per clicks to your website or, you know, onto your social page if you need that. So that's my closing thought. Um, I love that. And I think like going back to, um, a conversation just before um I, I said i've said in my course where it's like or a post i did um, i can't remember where i said it but i was like look if you don't have the money you've got the time to do like you know the free actions that you you can do like you said go into a group comment post and if you don't have the money you don't have the time you're doing something wrong <laughs> because you've got no time or money and it's like fuck whatever you're doing just stop because you whatever you're doing is wrong <laughs> So you got to have one or the other. If you if you have the money, you don't have the time, so you can outsource it or you can spend on ads. But if you don't have the money just yet, you have some time and you can actually go in and start doing some organic free advertising because at the end of the day, that's advertising. It's marketing at the end of the day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they, everyone can find me online. I'm on most of the socials. DavidGordonDigital.com um, is the website. I actually have an e-commerce calculator, which I built and I use every single day um, and it just breaks down everything. You can put in how much your cost of product is and it will spit out what your ROAS needs to be, what your cost per click needs to be, what your add to cart needs to be, all those e-commerce metrics, they're all there. Um, I'm actually gonna drop a special little PDF for everyone that is listening to this in um, to Luke. Uh, it will most likely be, you might be able to drop it in the show notes. It's just gonna be a short little funnel that everyone can use. And just a few little um, informational pieces on thing, key things to look out for. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm sure Luke will drop it in the show notes. And uh, that's, that's all I've got for today. Love it. Thanks, David. I appreciate that. And yeah, if you are interested in using that calculator, is it on your website, David? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, what you, what you can do, David, is you can send me all the links to everything and they'll be down below in the show notes. So make sure you guys check that out. Check him out on socials, follow him. And um, thank you so much for um, spending some time today with me, David. No worries. Thanks, Luke. Take care. Thanks, buddy. Bye.